Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the TSM podcast. My name is Aidan O'Sullivan and that wherever he is on your screen or is, if you're listening on the podcast, is Ashley Green. Uh, Welcome to the show. Uh, Today we're talking about something amazing. Uh, we call it the. This is a weird energy, and we're rolling with it. Uh, it's weird energy we're, we're, when you started talking about me in someone's ear. I'm just uh, like sat in the canal. <laughs> There's like a little swing set in there, a little climbing frame. Uh, we just voodoo disc- doll, just stabbing some stuff up as you do. We've got some tarot cards, frying up some chicken, all in your canal of the ear. We just made earwax like fun. Uh, anyway, today oh. we're talking about uh, something that we like to call the Offer Doc. Now, we teach this inside our six-week program, Momentum, but we wanted to give you an overview on it because there's a lot of principles from this um, this one single document that you can start using in your entertainment business uh, for a ton of benefits, which we'll get to inside the actual um, inside the episode. But Ashley, can you give us a really quick, quick sentence, two-sentence summary on what the actual Offer Doc is? Exactly. It's a document with all your offers. Specifically, it contains the things that you're offering. What you said two seconds, that is. It's a document for all of your offers. But specifically, We're original. A- We're really original when it comes to naming stuff. <laughs> Simplest stuff works in business. i say it again. i say it again. No, it's a very boring, unfancy document designed to literally showcase and say, hey, here's my package. Here's my other package. Here's my other package. Showcase your packages. Tell people what it is, what's in them, why they should care, and the price. Give them all of the details and none of the fluff. That's literally it. It's a document which we use, which we send to our clients so that they can have the information on absolutely everything that we do. Exactly. And it's really important. It's really unfancy as well. This isn't branded up. This isn't like on a web page. This is literally just a Google document. Like, we literally send people the link to, like, a Google document when it comes Unbra- down to this Unbranded stuff. black and white Google document. Literally. No logo, no fancy business, because, uh, well, let's talk about that now. And I think um, it's really important for a lot of people to pay attention to. Um, when it comes down to sticking your logos and fancy graphics on all of the stuff that you're doing, there's a level of respect that you get from your clients and your audience at large that you will never really understand just because of the way that this this world works. But there, people will see you in different ways, but they'll have perceptions of you. When they see stuff that is really high-end, top-quality graphic design, like your website is slick, gorgeous, beautiful, their expectations change, right? They change. They might think of you as more successful because you've got a better, slicker system. They might think, oh my gosh, it's so much more expensive because your website looks so much better than everyone else's. But their perception changes, right? And in the same way that having a really slick, fancy website and slick graphic designs that it makes you look amazing, it also steps you like 
half a dozen steps further away from your potential prospect, right? If When 90% of people that inquire for, say, a wedding magician, for example, they inquire for a wedding magician, they've kind of usually got a budget in mind, whether they know what the price of a magician is or not. And when they see this really incredible, absolutely beautiful, gorgeous website, naturally, their thoughts on price change. They'll, they'll probably expect that you're going to be uh, either ridiculously expensive, and then when you're not as expensive as you look online, there's a big problem, right? That's That's just increasing your visual status that's like what it can do and it makes you harder to actually have rapport with people on the other side of things when you're sending clients to like a really ugly google docs sure there might be a level of perceived value that changes or that is different when you look side by side but ultimately they get it like it's easy it's quick it's convenient it's relatable because people can actually see this kind of stuff and understand it and they just they feel comfortable. Rapport goes through the roof rather than having to, for, rather than making them have to sort of work for it when it comes down to fancy high-end branded stuff. Um, I know we went on a bit of ta- uh, tangent there and that probably we could talk about it as a podcast in and of itself, but did that make sense? Is there any missing pieces to that, Ashley? I think the key is um, we just make stuff really, really easy for our audience to cut straight to the chase in what we're doing. Sometimes the ugly and unfancy stuff can sell because if you your stuff is branded and always designed to look good and sell, it can sometimes just blend in with everything else. We've used this with other marketing materials, the way that we get um, work from social media with certain types of posts to like get people into our world and start conversations. And we've put out the ugliest of posts and they've worked so much better than the nice, fancy, branded graphics just because it stands out for people, just because it's something different. Um, and that's what we do here. And the reason if anyone's thinking, why don't you just send people an email with literally all of your packages and info on? That's what I do. It's way more convenient. Uh, no, like literally rather than just on an email, just make it very easy with literally a link. It will shrink your email down. So one, the email is easier to read. So you can then go onto the document and focus just on your packages. And it means that this can be printed out. It can be shared around to the right people without all of the stuff getting lost or misinterpreted. Just makes it more convenient. And if it needs to be passed to the right person, literally just a link or an attachment, which they just forward on instead of having to copy and paste all of the stuff or forward an email chain. Yeah, I think when it comes down to um, sending you quotes via email, I personally struggled with this a lot, and I know that I'm not the only one. That when it comes to writing your packages in an email, let's face it, email is not a great environment for nice, appealing visual format. Like, you stick a load of images in there, your email's going to probably plummet. It might end up in spam for various reasons. Um, That's an issue in and of itself. But let's say you've got this email open and you're just text only. Well, a lot of email platforms will just have that text keep going from one end of the screen all the way to the end, like the next. And that's a massive long line of text that people just can't read if they're reading on desktop. If you're reading on a mobile device and it is a paragraph that goes from corner of the screen to corner of the screen, well, that's just going to fill the blooming screen and they're not going to read it. But actually by having all of your offers taken out of the email, stuck in a fancy Google Doc that's not fancy because it's unfancy, you stick it all in a, an external situation, like that email then becomes five lines and one of those is a link. Like it becomes really, one of them's a hello, one of them's a sign off, one of them's a link. You've got like one or two extra lines to play with and it's really easy for people to see it, open it, click it, 
without getting confused or washed away in a wall of text because nobody wants that. Think you don't want emails that are like five billion pages long that are essentially a five billion page long sales pitch. You don't want that. So let's not send it to our clients. Exactly. This is what the reason why we use it because an offer doc allows us to showcase everything that we do, not just, hey, I do some cool tricks. It's literally everything like the benefits, the reasons, the solutions that we solved. If you link into some of the past episodes that we've recorded on here, um, and it puts it all in one place, the price. And it's also much more easy to access. And like you said, the link, there's less commitment on reading a five sentence email and clicking through than sending paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs. And someone thinking, I better deal with that later. And then they get more emails in and then they lose it. And if that's the case, they forget and they're never going to book you. We make it much more easier for our clients. And we've done this because we've split tested everything. We've tried and failed and multiple different things. And this seems to be working so well so far. That's why we use it. But I suppose now people have that knowledge. Where do we go next with this? Yeah, I think what's really important for people to know is that we use a Google document rather than things like uh, a web page, a hidden web page uh, on your site. Reason being, you can really quickly edit a Google Doc. Typically, it's a little harder to update a web page on your site. I know that a lot of entertainers wrestle with their websites and a lot of others rely on somebody else to edit their website. And as a result, it's going to be impossible and it's going to take ages for you to update your packages. For example, if you want to increase your prices, you've got to mess about on the website. And it's just an extra thing to mess around with. I have just thought of an extra point here, Aiden, um, which we weren't going to cover, but it's just jumped to mind. It's like those entertainers out there who will pick up the phone and speak to someone, cover what they do, and then they literally just reply saying, yeah, I'll, I'll do that close-up magic, and it's like 500 quid. And there's no actual deeper description of like, okay, what and are we one, doing yeah. here? Because a client can forget, a potential client can forget that phone call. They might have a busy day. They might have a lot going on. And when they revisit that, that email, they just go, yeah, close up magic, 500 quid call. That's a lot for just some magic. There's no deeper explanations. Everything that you might have said on that sales call might have just been forgotten. So it's got to be covered in detail. And thus, we use the offer doc for that. <coughs> yeah. Cough I, number I, one, consistency <laughs> for the past podcast. <laughs> That's the joys of batching, ladies and gents. Uh, well, here's the other thing when it comes down to that is like imagine that you implement a follow-up system inside your entertainment business and you want to follow up with a client after a face-to-face -face discovery call if every email that you send or every message that you send is five miles long because it says all of your different packages with your different variations what's the point like they're never going to open any of your communication communication i said that weird communication if you pick up the phone and it takes you 20 minutes to talk through all your different offers no one's going to pay attention. Uh, and even if it's quick to do, because it's like, here's package one, it's close up. Uh, package two is a show. Uh, package three is close up on a show. X, Y, Z prices. Like, you're not telling them enough. You're not selling the transformation, the actual tangible benefit. And that's one of the reasons that entertainers are stuck charging traditionally low fees. Um, point I was making there was, yeah, by having it in an offer dot format, just means your follow up is easy because you can always just quickly send them to a link. And if ever you need to update an offer doc or adjust a package specifically for this client or add a new package specifically for this client. Accidentally sent the wrong fee. No worries. I'll change it in the document. 
Yeah, literally, it's really easy for you to change, edit, and send to them. Like, all it takes is once you've got your baseline, this is how I personally used it, once I've got my baseline offer doc for, say, weddings, for example, and a, a, a very unique wedding inquiry comes in that's not actually factored for the packages that I'm offering, I can very quickly just make a copy of that document, run a new package specifically for that client, and then send them the offer doc nonetheless. They can still see all of my other offers, so they understand what other stuff I do, because that might give them inspiration or just it's nice information for them to know. But then they can go for the exact thing that they actually want. Okay, So it just makes the whole follow-up process and communication process really, really simple and really easy. Exactly, exactly that. So I suppose... One of the things which has come to mind, if someone wants to put together an offer doc, Adam, if someone's thinking about, okay, I've got all of my packages, I know what they are because I usually send these via email or I usually talk through them on a sales call. I know what I cover here. Um, I know you said put them in a document. Is it as simple as just listing them out? How would you go about, can we have like a quick summary of like some tips? What would we do to kind of cover this sort of stuff? Yeah, so a really great offer doc, from our experience, what we have found with us and our clients is that, first of all, naming your packages is really, really important. If you've got bronze, silver, gold, you're boring. If you've got package one, package two, package three, you're boring. If you've got uh, package A, B, C, or any version of just traditional packaging like that, it's just boring and blends in. Instead, name your packages. Get creative, get fun with that. Like, for me, I've got just random stuff i know some of our clients they've got songs that relate to the type of uh, the specific niche that they're in and it's great have fun with that because it's easy for people to refer back to rather than saying on the phone for example oh yeah i'll I'll take the gut was it the silver one with the show like they're gonna remember it just helps anchor the thought in their mind psychologically so that when you're talking to them it's like oh yeah i want the the mumbo jumbo one two three that's the one i'd like um Please don't call yours Mumbo Jumbo one two three. I did say have fun with it, but I'm not that much fun. Um, That's going to be my premium package now, Adrian. Oh, Mumbo Jumbo one two three. What's the price of this? Ah, you know, five grand. Why? The name speaks for itself. <laughs> it says it all. Um, but we should have called it Mumbo Number Five. That's a song, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, but the point is, is it's really easy for them to uh, to refer back to a specific package. They get it. Uh, it, it just makes sense. Second major thing is that we're not just bullet pointing or do close up for this amount of time. We're going deep into the transformations, the value, the exact things that you're going to be doing to help and serve them. Because remember, we're serving clients. We're not just doing card tricks for them. It's a very, very big difference. Um, in fact, our last episode um, on the subject of uh, how to be more valuable at virtual events, if you listen to that and just apply the rules for in-person events, you'll be set for this and and the point is to tell a story right is to to paint the picture so people can re- as they're reading this they should be excited about reading this but they should also be able to visualize what their event is going to be like when they book this entertainment package yeah. and then quite simply at the end we finish it off with the all important piece of information the price and then we do that little summary as well of like now we've gone through and we've shown the transformation. We've said that, hey, this is much more than magic. This is like the solutions to some of your events, as we covered in previous episodes. We could just go around, we bullet point everything, whack in the price, and it clearly breaks down everything that we do. And it just means that when we're on our discovery calls, when we're on our sales calls, discovery calls are the things that we do, hop on Zoom, 
You send it to them, they can read through, and it just makes the process easier. If these documents need to be sent over to someone else, hey, you hop on a sales call and you've accidentally realised, ah, this isn't the decision maker, they're going to send it to their boss that's going to make the final decision. Instead of them taking down notes and not really understanding what you do, no worries, they don't need to do that. You've got literally everything and it sells you well because you've written it, you've structured it well. And if you do panic with writing and you're like, oh, I want to put the stuff in an offer doc. And then you you go and type it and you think, wow, this is this is probably too long. It probably is. Treat it like um, every word is like a pound, the one pound copy rule. I remember Aidan told me that ages ago, it's stuck because it's very, very handy. It forces you to get right down to the point. What do you want to write? Be clear, be concise, but remember, tell a story because people love telling stories. You put that in an offer doc, it's going to read so well. People read for it and it does sell itself. Exactly. The other bonus of that is that actually people love reading stories. And if uh, stories are the one thing that can like bring in eyeballs at the start and pull people all the way through to the end. And if people are reading this and they know that there's a price tag on the end, a bill at the end, essentially then they're going to have a lot of resistance over actually reading your offers. So actually having this offer dog in the way that it pulls them through a story, a narrative, playful if it is, fits your character as well. That's another important point. Uh, for example, the, the way Ashley talks about his offers is going to vary very differently to the way I talk about my offers, just because of the nature of our characters and our personality. You have to let your personality shine on this, because otherwise it's just bland and boring. Then um, it really is just a shoddy google docs let your personality flood through it but tell that story because it's going to pull them all the way through and get them actually excited so that by the time they see the price tag there's there is a, a massive uh, gap between the perceived value in that they see the perceived value as humongous versus the actual price which seems like an absolute bargain for them you do that with uh, all three of your packages we use three as like a magic number for us it works really really nice uh, and then you're good to go put your most expensive package up the top package number two whatever that is for you in the middle and then your your traditional lowest package at the bottom when you do this you don't have to worry about sleazy sales tactics to manipulate them into picking your top tier package because like you're just selling them on the transformation that they want you're more likely to get a yes on the th uh, like a hundred percent faster yes than they are like reading this and then like it feeling a bit weird okay so it just reduces that part as well yeah and one of the things i want to point out is just a mistake if you're putting together this offer doc and your plan is to follow along what we've said make an unfancy document with everything all the details in there which is so useful for sending to clients so they've got something to read through so they don't have to rely on their notes and take something down wrong everything's covered on here don't just resort to just, well, the document sells itself. I'm just going to send that out. You've missed out on the opportunity to connect with people. You still need to be having the sales calls. You need to be having your discovery calls in place. You've got to be hopping on calls with your clients. The offer doc is not a process to get round the sales call. It's what you send them at the end of the sales call. It's part of the process. If you are skipping out on your sales call, and then you're wondering, oh, why aren't people converting? I've got my offer doc in place. Well, there's the problem. You're not doing the sales call. You've got to focus on that. Um, I just thought I'd whack that in there because I thought that was a valid point because I don't want people making this mistake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's a really important point to understand the structure. I, we covered what it is, why it's important, what sort of stuff to put in it, but actually where to put it, where it fits into your um, sort of your workflow, if you like. Is uh, Glad you brought that up. Um and in fact, like 
just to prove how important and how fundamental this is literally earlier this week inside our momentum program one of the things that we offer we've literally just unlocked for our clients is a complete offer doc audit that means every time a client has come comes into our world builds out their offer doc they get to sit on Zoom with us and we'll break it down. Every little element, adjusting, tweaking, improving, refining this document so that you've got a really good, uh, essentially, it's not just a piece of marketing, but it's your offers, it's your marketing, it's your sales, it's everything. It's your entire entertainment business, essentially, on this one document. What we're doing is we're spending that time on Zoom to improve that drastically so that when it comes down to leads and offers, uh, like and actually going and doing the selling element, a lot of the questions are removed. It becomes a lot more frictionless, which is particularly, uh, particularly great. Um, so if you, if you want one of those, uh, come and join us inside Momentum. We'll give you our, our, our templates and the full audit as well. Yeah, really is as easy as that. And if you want to join Momentum, all you've got to do is go over to drumroll. Oh, he wants me to at thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. I didn't know what he was doing there. I had no idea. I was building up the hype. I was building up the drum roll. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yep, there you go. There's some hype uh, and anti-hype um, character and personality. But to, to get uh, long story short on this, uh, the offer dog in and of itself, it's not designed to replace sales calls. It's designed to enhance your follow-up sequence. We send it at the end of the sales call so that the client sees it in their inbox there and then so that you know that they've actually got this copy. It tells them all three of your offers in very good detail, not long, but good detail, that tells the story, paints the picture, sells them on the transformation and clarifies your value. When you do that, you can confidently up your fees, increase your fees if that's something that you want. You can confidently talk to your clients on sales conversations and you can happily, quite happily, generate the leads that you want knowing that you're just going to be able to convert a significant amount of them. In fact, same uh, one of our members of Momentum, he came into the Momentum program with like a roughly a 13% closing rate. Like I 13%, that's one three. And then he just did the offer doc. That's the only change he made and and that jumped up significantly. What was that? Uh, 40%. 40, 40. Yeah. Like, because uh, 13 to 14 is not really a great uh, <laughs> transformation. But 13 of to list. 40. Exactly. So That's nearly good. half the clients being converted just on the one change of he's sending them this document, which is insane, which is absolutely insane. Um, but that's how important it is. And hopefully, hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully you've got, um, this whole system, you can understand why it comes into to play now. And if you've got any questions at any point, please do come and join us over inside the Magicians Business Group on Facebook. Just head over, over to Facebook and open it up and search for the Magicians Business Group. You'll find us in cartoon format waving at you. Uh, or if you're tech savvy, you can open up your browser and search thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group. You can come and request to join us and ask your questions in there. It's much better when I do the intros for URLs and all of that because I give it a nice little drum roll and a build up. <laughs> well, we messed up the drum roll and a build up a few minutes ago, so I didn't want to risk it twice. <laughs> oh. Well, with awesome. that said, thank you so much, guys. Like Hayden said, if you've got any questions, let us know. If you want any help with this, head over to um, our Momentum program. We'll be glad to help and dive into your businesses uh, there. And we will see you very soon for another episode of the Successful Mentalist podcast. 
Hey, it's Aiden here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. It's called the Magician's Business Group and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside. So to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you straight there or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. And we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum, and we'll send you all of the details.